you know the vibes it's another end of a week on the hoop genius podcast presented by nba 2k23 and bj this is a fantastic end of a week do you know why Hmm. the weekend is coming no no this is the final week that is ending where there is no real regular season NBA basketball. Because after no. the weekend, there is just Monday, and then Tuesday night, we are back in business, baby. The Celtics, the Sixers, <laughs> the Lakers, the Warriors. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. I'm excited. I'ma have a I'ma have a hop in my step. Is that the phrase? When you're super happy about something? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm on gas mode 100 this weekend. I'm celebrating. The season's coming back. And um, it reminded me that we made our way through all the teams in the NBA and we we're breaking down their offseason and whatnot. And um, there's a bunch of teams, well, there's four teams that we haven't done yet. Okay. But because the season's right around the corner, we are going to uh, have to do all four in one Whistle Stops Tour episodes. And they're quite okay. good teams. Well, I say good, but they're in- more interesting than like Indiana that we did last week, which was just rubbish. So the teams that we need to discuss are teams that didn't have a very good season last season but they've made moves and they will be looking to contend in the playoffs this season. So the teams are the Lakers, the Kings, the Knicks, and the Wizards. So instead of going through them one by one, I want you to put them in order of best to worst out of those four teams for this upcoming Kings, season. Kings, Knicks, Lakers, and Kings, Wizards. Knicks. Obviously, the Lakers have just got healthy again. The Kings, they've made some little additions to their roster. They traded for Sabonis. He didn't really have time to sell in. The Knicks obviously uh, signed Jalen Brunson. And the Wizards supermaxed Bradley Beal. So they've all spent money to try and get to the playoffs. I'm going to, I'm to playoffs. say, yeah. Best to right. worst. I'm going to say best out of that group is probably going to be the Lakers. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm giving the Kings some love. Mm. I'm giving the Kings. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing. And then you know, I'm going to go Knicks, and then I'm going to go Wizards. The Wizards. Too much is dependent on Paul Zingas' health, which I just don't trust for the Washington Wizards. Uh, exactly. And it's, it's a exactly. weird mix. Like, they've got young players like Hachimura and Avdia, and then they've supermaxed Bradley Beal. The timescales don't really match up. It's like, are you going to trade all your young guys for a star to come and play alongside Beal? Or are you going to trade Beal for other young guys to come and play alongside your young guys? Then they made that trade, obviously... Um, getting Will Barton, who I think is going to help them with some scoring, and getting mm-hmm. Monte Morris, I believe, from Denver. So it's interesting for the Wizards. Not too excited about them. I wonder how long Bradley Beal is going to stay there before he demands a trade now that he's got his contract. The New York Knicks, we've spoken about them many times. I feel like we don't need to do a proper preview of them because we've already done a preview of them when we talked about the Jane Brunson trade. I don't know if you remember me talking about how much New York fans are going to love Isaiah Hartenstein. And then he started the NBA preseason by training like three threes in a row. And the whole timeline was going crazy for Isaiah Hartenstein. And I'm like, I wish you had listened. Um, but I'm not big on the Knicks. You know, <laughs> Since Sh- when did we start getting fired up about the preseason? It's preseason. <laughs> this is how long we've been starved of basketball, BJ. I mean, I'm, I don't know what to expect from the Knicks in terms of them sharing the basketball between Randall and Brunson and RJ Barrett, who's going to be playing off ball, how that's going to work and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, we're going to see what happens with them. You know, I just happened to watch them last night what against do you think? the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, R.J. Barrett is, is, is a much improved player. I'm willing to bank he's going to be an all-star at some point in his career. You think he could win most improved? 
I, I, I think he's a really good basketball player. Mm-hmm. I think RJ Barrett is a really good basketball player. Agreed. Um, yeah. Did, uh, you know, I, I don't know how. Did, did you just, by, just, just how good just, they're going to do? But just by the way, while you're talking about that game, did you see the rookie for the Pacers, Benedict yeah, Mathurin? Yeah, I saw twenty-seven him. points. Man, he's, really like him. He's looking. He could be a sleeper for rookie of the year. He could be a sleeper well, pick for rookie it, it, of the year. It's 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 preseason. Preseason. I don't. Well, well I mean, in the sense, like, who else is going to be scoring for Indiana? You know, given that they're probably going to trade. Well, no, they got Halliburton. They got Buddy. They got some. They, Listen, they got Halliburton the and then <laughs> they got Halliburton. They got what's the big kid? Miles Turner. Yep. Um, and no, you they're, imagine they're, these they're gonna guys are going to be traded throughout the season. Well, we, we think. But anyway, we're not talking about the Pacers. You were talking about RJ Barrett. Yeah, RJ Barrett is going to be a really good player. I really like RJ. I like I like their team. I I I really when I say the Knicks, I like their team. However, I think they're not going to be able to meet the expectations. I think they have to get into the playoffs. Do you think they'll year. make the playoffs, though? Because there's good teams. I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. The Eastern Conference is tough. If they do, they will overachieve. They have but to they make do it. play hard. They yeah, have to make it through I, I, the play-in, I believe. Sorry, New yeah. York fans. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think, I don't think they will make it, but they play hard enough to make it. They were playing very, very hard. You and as long as they play that hard, you're going to win your fair share of games against now, the Pacers. Is that in the good preseason. enough? Well, they they lost that game. You know? Yeah, I mean, which is interesting. I like Obi Toppin yeah. as well, though. I like Obi Toppin as well. Obi, they, they have a, they have a, they have some but good players. I mean, some let's, really let's head out west though, because I feel like they're more fun to talk about now. The obvious starting point here is the Lakers. And the video that went viral yesterday. Here's one thing I got to tell you guys: the internet is not real. There was a video that went viral <laughs> yesterday of Ben Simmons airballing a little jump shot uh, warm up, and everyone's talking about it. But there's another video of him scoring like ten straight threes. No one's talking about. But so with Russell Westbrook, did you see the video circulating of him not with the team for the pregame huddle and not with the team when Pat Bev called them all over to do a huddle during the game? Did you see that video? Okay, and what do you think about it? Well, I just listened to what Russell said about it because throughout his career, he never really joins the pregame huddles. He's always doing his own thing. And then during the team huddle during the game, he was talking to an assistant coach about the missed coverage on defense. So I'm going to believe what Russell's saying rather than uh, obscure. Yeah, I, I mean, those things, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Everyone's seen like things. a little clip and it said, oh, the chemistry is already ruined. They need to get rid of him ASAP. Like, I think he's going to be better than last year. And I think the Lakers will be better than last year. No, here, here are the facts. Russell's going to show up and play, and he's going to play hard. Yes. Now we're going to now we're going to nitpick everything he does, and the game hasn't even started, or the game's yeah. not even playing. I don't like that. And then we're just going to keep going on and on. Here's the bottom line with the Lakers. Bottom line: AD and LeBron they have to play over seventy games for this team That's to have big any ask. chance. That's a, if you're going to to build a team around the, your two best players, you have to have consistency, and you can't have it both ways. You can't have your best player play fifty games, and then other people start taking responsibility for them not winning. And then the only thing that the best player does is wait. Well, when he plays, they're thirty and and, and they're thirty and yeah, you know, they're thirty five and fifteen. You can't have it both ways. So, if this team is going to be good. Not only do they have to show up 
for 70 games. They got to really play much better than what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. Because this team has a lot of gaps. But if LeBron and AD are as good as advertised, then you start plugging in Russell and you plug in this guy, you plug in that guy. They should at least be, is, is I mean, top six, top seven? They should be. They should be. They but should if you be. start now, if AD misses an extended amount of time or LeBron misses an extended amount of time, that means that that player now who is third, fourth, or fifth is going to have to move up mm-hmm. to one, two, or two, three, two, at least three, two or three. Yeah. Yep. So to me, this is about the health of AD and LeBron. And if those guys can put in 70 games, because I got to admit, you know, watching them a year ago in preseason and watching them now, they're trying. They're playing a much better brand of basketball. They've got a major coach coaching hand. upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I, you know, look. And, and I don't want to disrespect The previous coach Frank won a championship. The previous I, I coach don't won a championship. Him. I don't want to disrespect him. But I feel like the personality of the new coach, Darvin Ham, fits this team. It gives them a better identity than what Frank Vogel brought. Do you agree? Well, listen. I'm just going to stick with my what I know about this league. I'm a pretty good coach. I'm a pretty good podcaster. <laughs> I was a pretty good player when I played <laughs> with great players. <laughs> Mo, Mo, I'm just going to stick what I know. I don't want to hear anyone telling me they're great, uh, a good coach if they don't have a great player. That's how this game. Oh, what I my I got the best sets. I got the best this. I got the best mm-hmm. out of bounds plays. I got the best this. I'm a pretty good coach. I was a pretty good player. I'm a pretty good po- podcaster. When a I'm better, better than a pretty good podcast, Rick. you know what I mean? Yeah, and- yeah. But but, but if, if, if I'm talking about Victor, if I'm talking about Giannis, I'm pretty good. Now, if I'm talking about other people. I'm just trying to fill in. I got your back. Don't worry. We're yeah, going to talk yeah. all about to, Kevin uh, Hurd's uh, impact on the Sacramento Kings. That's what I'm Don't saying. Don't worry, exactly. That's what I'm here you know, for. This is, we just need Give me the rock. Can we go players. to work? Yeah. No, I hear exactly. you. Exactly. I hear you. I hear you. And coaching a team with LeBron, you, you kind of got a built-in coach kind of there anyway that, that we see like over the years. But do you think the Kings could finish higher than the Lakers? I do. Because I the do. Kings are like I, sneakily... I Sneakily making a few moves here and there. No, they, they, you know what? And the kid, you know, went to my alma mater, uh, the Murray kid, Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray, man, he's been playing, and I, I don't put much stock in pre, in preseason. We know, we but know. I'm gonna tell you, this kid has been very consistent in summer league. Mm-hmm. He played well in summer league. He's playing well now in the preseason. They, they say he has the aura of a veteran player already. Yeah, he 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 played. He, you know, he shoots the ball very well. He has a nice, simple game. And I'm going to tell you something, Mo. I like kind of what they're doing. They have a, they have a lot of players. They, so, they, they have so, a lot so of So let's depth. go through a few because they got De'Aaron Fox, one of the fastest nice. players in the NBA. But yes. they paired him with DeMontis Sabonis, who plays a very slower brand of basketball. You know, he'll operate off the elbow, operate on the But I like post. him as a, as a center. He shoot, as a center. Yeah, he could shoot a bit. Yeah. So it's like a yin and a yang kind of blend these together. Okay, De'Aaron, you go get it in transition. If the game slows down, let's operate off the elbow. You run a little two-man game, a little pick and pop, screen roll kind of thing. I like that. They traded for Kevin Herter, who can shoot the rock from Atlanta. Like, they call like, him Red like, Velvet. Like that. 
They've got right. Harrison Barnes, who's kind of the, my thing with Harrison Barnes. Every team wishes they had Harrison Barnes. He's just good at what he's he does. A pro. He's a yeah, solid, he's a pro. solid defender. Can shoot the ball. Can attack on the inside a little bit. And then they got Keegan Murray. That's their starting five or projected starting five. Here's what I like about their bench: Davion Mitchell, who everyone was talking about this time last year. Love him. Lockdown, lockdown perimeter defense. Can provide you minutes when De'Aaron Fox is out of the game. Pair him alongside Malik Monk, who they've taken from the Lakers, to provide elite perimeter shooting. I think the Lakers are going to really miss that. Then Rashawn Holmes at the five, who you could slide to bonus to the four and play Holmes at the five or have Holmes coming off the bench. One of the most underrated bigs. Um, And then one pickup that I liked, which is quite obscure, is Matthew Delavadova, which is a a very random pickup. I don't even know if he's still on the roster. But I know he was there yeah, for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not I'm not expecting that. I think that's more for, you know. I think that's a good locker room. Locker room. He's, like a, he's like what Udonis Hassan does for Miami. You're like basically a coach, but you're in a uniform, so you can talk a little bit rubbish to the players. You know what I mean? Especially with like a young point guard. Well, not even a young point guard, because De'Aaron Fox has been here for a while now. But because he's always going at a million miles an hour, I feel like having an older point guard there I, I, and obviously you're the Sacramento Kings. You don't really get your pick of the veterans. You know, you know, like the guys on ve- veterans minimum contract that are chasing a ring, they're not looking at Sacramento Kings. Well, I, I think what they're going to your first choice. When, with all when due you, respect when, to when, but I like when them you adding are, vets. When you are a first year head coach, you know, you know, Coach Brown has been around the league. But l- 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 here's a little trick that you do. Everyone talks about we're building culture, right? Mm-hmm. The last thing you need while you're building culture are dis- disgruntled players who aren't playing. Yeah. You need pros. So I don't know what Delano Dova can really say to De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> I don't think there's much you can really say. However, what he, what coach Brown can really you know, utilize or what he can use right now is he doesn't have to worry about the guy, 14th, 15th guy on the bench talking about, man, coach put me in the game. Mm. And that's building culture. Now that those, it's one of the things that we don't talk about, but when you are trying to change a team's culture, a team, that's the key word, the guy, you know, the number two guy can't want to be the number one guy. Yeah, the guy who's a six man can't want to be a starter. The guy who is eleven and twelve can't be sulking, saying he should be in the rotation. And and you go on. Delanadova is a pro. Whether he plays every night or doesn't play at all, he's going to show up and be ready to go. And that is how you build culture. Mm-hmm. So I respect it. When you have a young team who hasn't won, you try to surround them with pros so that those guys aren't always competing for playing time. And now we're going to put pressure on those guys, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is not going to go to practice next year wondering if Delano Dova is going to beat him out. Or <laughs> you know, crazier <laughs> things have happened, BJ. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying. But what he is going to, Delano Dova is, is going to hold him accountable to be a pro. And mm-hmm. that should really, that should help De'Aaron Fox this year. So I thought that was a great move by the coaching staff to understand that, you know what, I got to coach these guys and I need them to perform and you got to hold them accountable. 
I mean, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I would love to see the Sacramento Kings end their drought of playoff misses. This is the year. Um, I'm rooting for the Kings. 16 years I'm deep. rooting for the Kings. Jack, somewhere listening to this right now, we're with you this season. Don't let us down, otherwise we'll leave and never return. This is your chance. They've gone all in. They traded away Tyrese Halliburton, one of the best young point guards in the NBA. So you can't do that and then still not make the playoffs. It's your time. Let's see it unfold. Let's see it happen. Because I'm ready. I'm ready. I might even take a trip to Sacramento if they get there. If they get to the playoffs. Because I've loved, I've loved, you've got to, loved you've got to think about this. you got to think about this. Those fans haven't seen playoff basketball since before iPhones were even invented. Do you know how crazy? It's like, it's like, BJ, I don't know if you've ever tried doing Ramadan. When you fast no, in Ramadan, you're fasting 16 hours in a day. When you finally get that meal, it's not just any meal. BJ, what's your favorite meal? What's your favorite thing to eat? I'm just a food person. What just just give me a random example. doesn't matter. I can go rice. I can go rice. chicken. I can go okay. I, chicken matter. and I rice. Do it all. Chicken okay. and rice. Chicken and rice is really nice, right? But when you've not eaten or drank anything for 16 hours, do you know how much better that chicken and rice tastes? The same way, playoff like basketball. Nourishment, like oh, nourishment. It's oh, nourishment. <laughs> 100%. But playoff basketball is great. But when you've not had playoff basketball for 16 years, do you know how crazy the atmosphere will be inside that arena for game one? Or actually game three? Because I'm, I'm not anticipating home court advantage. For this. Like, I'm showing them love, but let's not get carried away. You never know, but... but that game three, the first playoff game in Sacramento, if they can get there, even like the play-in, I don't know, maybe, it's going to be the craziest atmosphere. I think that'll be the baddest atmosphere in the whole playoffs. I'll say that yeah. right now. They're starved. The, the fans are starved. So I'm ready for that. We Have, have you got any other thoughts about the Wizards or the Lakers or the Knicks? Because otherwise we've done all 30. You know, the, the, the Wizard, you know, the Wizard, I saw the Wizards play over in Japan. You know, you got Rui, you, you have Kyle Kuzma. Like, they got some nice players. Mm-hmm. But, I, I again, I think their bigs, their health is always going to be a concern, especially with Porzingis. But, you know, if they can stay healthy, though, Mo, this is a, you know, this is, they got some talent over there. They started off last season really they hard. they have some talent. And then it yeah. kind of drifted away. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. It's, it's going to be an interesting season. Because they're kind of yeah. in like the NBA purgatory of not being good enough to contend, but not being bad enough to be in the Wemby sweepstakes. So, but you know what? Don't don't sleep on. Them. I'm gonna say this. Okay. Okay. Don't don't sleep on Kuzma, Porzingis, well, Bradley Beal, Rui. I'm not I mean, sleeping on Kuzma. Uh, on, on Kuzma, I think has potential to have a really good year. He could challenge mm-hmm. like how Andrew Wiggins was an All Star last year. I right. think Kuzma could be a wild card for becoming. In that conversation, I'm not saying he'll make the all-star team, but if he, he could put up some nice numbers. Paul Zingis, I think, could be really good. My problem with him is just the health. Like, mm-hmm. we all know he's got the tools to be really good on both sides of the ball if he can get moving laterally again. But can he get healthy? But I, I had this thought the other day, actually, thinking about all-stars. So many players are returning to the NBA now that we might not see any first-time all-stars. Because you got to think... I, you know, I was thinking about that Kawhi, today. Kawhi, George, that. Zion... Ben Simmons, like all these Jamal Murray, all these all-star Murray, caliber yeah. guys are coming back. 
So the first year, or the, like the first time All Star guys are going to get pushed down the pecking order because I don't see a world in which Zion isn't an All Star or Kawhi is not an All Star. Like, so for a young player trying to make their name in it, I kind of feel bad. But I don't feel bad because it's the game. But do, do you see what I mean? Like any other year, they might have their first All Star appearance. But this year, because everyone's finally healthy and touch wood, they stay healthy. Well, that's the key. They stay healthy and they actually play. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Kyrie I mean, well, got all star votes last year like crazy, even though he didn't play a single game. He was pretty good last night, by the way. Well, Kyrie, I yeah, watched a little bit of that Brooklyn night. game. And do you know what the differencing factor is for the Brooklyn Nets? I'm going to have to Google the name. No. No. I have to Google the name because I don't want to mispronounce it. So I want to see it in front of me. Igor Kokoshkov. Do you know mm. Igor? He's I just signed. He's just signed as an assistant coach with the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, I do know oh, the coach. Yeah, he's just he, coach the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, coach the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. The year where they were supposed to draft Luca and, and Utah. He was at Utah. Because, he was. Yeah. And he's so at Utah. He, yeah, I know. I know. From before, yeah. he's a serving coach. But the changes that he's made to the offense, they're finally running an offense, unlike what we saw in the playoffs last year. And I think no, it's his impact. I know. And, uh, no. No, you're 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 you're, well, you're going. Well, you're taking this way. Well, no, it's well, preseason. Yeah, and let me tell you something. Let me let me tell okay, you. Let me okay, tell you something. Okay, okay, tell me. Let's make this real simple for everyone who's not watching like you and I every single okay, night. Okay, 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 okay. They're doing one thing. Right now, you have a player who is not looking to score at all, and he's facilitating the basketball. And his name is Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing right now. Now, what's going to be interesting to see is the defensive schemes that they're going to put up against Ben Simmons as they get used and they start seeing what he's doing. But right now, Ben Simmons, okay, I saw him play. Ben Simmons would have easily had a triple-double in the last game. Yeah. Actually, he was really, really good. It frees up the spacing on KD and Kyrie. They don't have to initiate the offense at all. The kid's big enough to pass the ball, and he's a willing passer. I mean, he really two winning. Like, yeah, he had like he had seven, like eight, eight seven, eight or something. Like I don't yeah, remember exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And he didn't even look at the basket. Now he really he's he would be fun to play with because he's always just looking to pass the ball. Like he's on a break. He's not even looking at the basket. He's just looking to see who he can pass it to. Mm-hmm. So Kyrie looked terrific. KD looked terrific. The bigs, Claxton, these guys were catching alley-oops all over the place. Mm-hmm. And Ben Simmons really does a nice job on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. However, these defenses are going to make, you know, they're not going to show it now. They're just trying to get their conditioning now. So we'll see as the season goes on. After 20 games, Mo, let's you and I revisit this conversation. I'm giving you the prediction. Okay. The offense for the Brooklyn Nets is going to be miles ahead of what it was last year. Even if you had put Ben Simmons but, but in it that's not saying That's not saying much. That's that's saying exactly what I was originally saying. That's not saying much. The one guy was out of shape, Harden, last year. Mm -hmm. Kyrie didn't play with Mm -hmm. like 17 games last year. Mm -hmm. So I don't mean the players. We do. I mean, what they do. You're going to get operating areas they put them in. What they do. Harris is going to be back now. Harris is going to be back. Curry is going to be back at some point. I mean, they're going to be better just naturally. And mm. they got a guy actually now who wants to pass the ball. I mean, come on. Like, well, they're well, going to be better just. Yeah. But, but I were what out what there I'm saying the is they're actually running stuff rather than just give Katie the ball and we'll stop and watch him 
try and score the basketball like they did in the playoffs. What else could they do? Kyrie wasn't there. James Harden was there. Kyrie was there. Kyrie was there getting swept. Kyrie's only there like 17 games last year. Come on. I'm talking about the playoffs. You got four games. Yeah, you got to show up. I'm talking about four. that too. You you uh, available. How are you, you gonna get up. it? How are you gonna get in shape in an 82 game schedule and you only play 17 games? Come on. Come on. Hmm. All right, let's let's move on. Let's, let's let's come on. There's a reason they play preseason. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> come on, come on, Mo. Stop. Come on, Mo. We'll see. Don't don't let's let the narratives play themselves out. Let's not like try to. Oh, I, he he got swept in the playoffs. Guy played 17 games. He that's didn't a, play a that's home a, that's game. That's a Kyrie problem. That's not me. Play problem. a home game last year. That's I mean, a Kyrie. He on. did. He played two at home. Lost them both. Got swept and sent <laughs> okay. home by the world okay. famous Boston Celtics. That's yeah, exactly right. what happened. Anyway, we wrapped up another episode. The season starts. I'm, I'm so excited. We got Monday's episode, and then Tuesday morning we'll have a preview of that game. That games for that night, and then Wednesday morning we'll be talking about NBA action back on our screens. I'm hype. I'm all I'm all for it. Get your rest this weekend, Mo. BJ, get your laptop I'm, charger because you guys I'm don't coming know. in. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know, right? BJ left his laptop charger. And so we've been basically using his laptop battery, play, praying that the battery doesn't run out for the last uh, I, two I or know. three episodes I, I, now. I, I, so I you're going to have to locate that charger before Monday. Oh, I'll have it first thing tomorrow. We're going to need it first thing tomorrow. Spitting this fire that can melt the charges. But anyway, appreciate you guys rocking with us all week. Enjoy your weekends. We're going to be back on Monday morning, bright and early, because we bring you more of the Hoop Genius podcast presented by NBA 2K23. If you want to join the conversation, hit the link in the description to join our Discord server where you can talk to me and all the other members of our community about the NBA. So we're going to be back. See you guys soon. Have a great weekend. BJ, have a great weekend. And as always, get buckets.